Hey guys, this is Joey, and uh, before we get on with our episode, there's just a little thing I wanted to let you know. Um, If you're headed to the parks anytime soon, you know that Halloween is in full effect, and if you wanted to look the best, get some nice custom ears, our friends at Hear the Magic are, you know, they have a great selection of Halloween-themed ears. They got plenty of Nightmare Before Christmas, Maleficent, and more, so uh, just check out their Instagram, that's Hear the Magic, and also... um, their Etsy page, and uh, they'll get you set up on something really cool you can uh, take to the parks here and uh, get in the Halloween spirit. And if you follow them on Instagram, they will be having a giveaway on September 7th. So we will repost that. But um, hey, like I said, why not give them a, uh, give them a little gander there? So once again, that's Hear the Magic, and that's for any uh, Disney-inspired uh, ears. And be sure to tell them Disney Universe. <laughs> Pay attention, it's Joe time. I can't believe it. Oh, Mike. I was on TV. Gentlemen, my lady, you will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a month. to episode 36 of the Disney Universe podcast. We are a bi-weekly Disney podcast talking about everything in the vast universe, uh, such as Lucasfilm, Pixar, Marvel, uh, anything Disney decides to buy, and we just love getting together, talking about it, getting feedback from you guys. So I am one of your hosts, Joey, and with me, as always, is Ryan's World himself, uh, the, the, I don't know. I always, I always gotta feel like I say something Canadian, but I, you know, <laughs> no jokes here. But is Ryan? Hey, what's up, Ryan? How you doing, man? No, I tell you. <laughs> I don't know. I just try to get something witty every time, and I'll eventually, you know, I, I, I'm trying to think of a joke, but then not insulting. But then yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I I'd rather be in America, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But anyways, we're glad you're here. Anyway, <laughs> but um. Uh, and we're also glad you, you listeners are here. Um, if you're new to the show, uh, we're super glad you uh, found us. And, you know, we're just two guys that like talking, have a big uh, love for Disney and everything that Disney's involved in, the parks and, you know, the IP and everything. So we're glad you found us. And if you're, you know, one of our regular listeners or followers, we're glad you keep keep on listening to us. You know, we feel like we're all our friends here, so... Uh, we're getting some good feedback, but um, yeah, so thanks for uh, coming to the show. Um, this is going to be a pretty fun episode. Uh, we got a couple uh, new segments where we, we're, we're morphing our news, what's new in the DU with regular Disney news, and kind of like what we've been doing that has to do with like the anything that we've done, Disney E or whatever. Um, we're bringing back a segment that uh, I was really excited about last year, and we've only done it once, <laughs> So, uh, and that's the Blue Sky Tiki Bar. So, uh, you know, most of you will probably be unfamiliar with that, but that there is a, uh, at Disney California Adventure, there's a little section that's called Blue Sky Cellar, and that's where they have a lot of the plans for, you know, what's coming up for 
future expansions in the parks and even back in the day it was always called like blue sky something and since I'm not much of a wine drinker I'm not sure if Ryan drinks wine I'm more of a tiki bar kind of guy so we named the segment blue sky tiki bar and it's basically a segment where we decide or not decide but where we kind of put our imagineer hats on and you know what we would add to the parks either attractions shows restaurants you know whatever we think would be kind of cool in the park so this will be an ongoing segment. Sometimes I'll do it. Sometimes Ryan will do it. We'll ask you guys, what would you do? So um, that's a good way for you guys to join. But um, on this episode, we are going to be talking about um, a, an idea that I had years ago on how to bring the world of Tron back to Disneyland. And um, with them at Disney World posting billboards all over Tron, like you know, the, the uh, uh, was it the light cycle that's in Shanghai, yeah. um, got me really excited. And I was kind of putting this back together and then listening to our friends at Leaving Today recently. Uh, they were talking about, like, yep, uh, Jess was like, yep, they're going to bring the, they're definitely going to bring the roller coaster to Disneyland within the 10 years. And I was like, ah, you know, that, I, you know, I would love the roller coaster. Uh, but of course, I would love uh, the idea that I'll be uh, bringing up. But uh, that'll be coming later. But um, so, without further ado, what's new in the DU? And, uh, Ryan, I am really envious on what you recently did, and it, it caught me off guard until I saw the posters you pitch, uh, posted. The pictures you posted. I'm sorry. Let our listeners know where you recently were. Well, I was very fortunate enough to go to the Funko headquarters in Everett, Washington. Uh, I don't know why. Oh, I was I was a pop collector, and then I stopped, and then I am now a pop collector again. <laughs> so goodbye, wallet. Uh, but yeah, I was in. I was going to Seattle for a concert, so I was like, "Oh, why don't we? I haven't been there yet. It's been open for a, a year at least now." Yeah, I think they just recently like... had their year anniversary within the last month or so. Okay, so yeah, so I haven't been yet. So I was like, "Oh, why not?" I was just expecting like a little store with some pops, but as you drive up, there's like a walkway from like one building to another. Not the two Funko buildings, but there's pops on that. There's pops on the side of the Funko headquarters. They're like these, not like little pops. They're like bigger than human pops. These things are massive. And there's like a Batman on like another street. It's just like the whole area is Funko. And it was that, because that's just the outside. The outside was amazing. And then you get inside and there's just like pops everywhere. There's a, oh, there's some pictures you guys can see online, but there's a, like a castle with Tiana at the bottom and then if you go to the other side above the castle there's a Maleficent looking down at you and then there's a Star Wars section with a huge Darth Vader and then there's a little section like diorama with a huge Wampa and a huge Luke hanging upside down um, and there's a bat Batmobile like a an older one with a Batman in it that you can get in and take a picture beside the Batman That's awesome. <laughs> in the retro Funko Batmobile and there's just like pops everywhere and it was awesome it was like joe you have to when you come down for emerald city con one year um you'll have to go yeah definitely emerald or ace or niner versus seahawks something i'm, I'm i've been yeah one, that's, been one of my, <laughs> that's been one of the places that like been trying to drag me up to seattle <laughs> and since it's opened and i've seen videos of the place and it's just amazing uh your pictures were super cool and I, I told my dad, I was like, oh, I, I wish on certain pictures you would have, like, gotten into it. Because I, I was telling him that 
they look like the regular pops, but they're like uh, eight feet yeah, tall. Yeah, I should have done that. So I was like, no, no, no I'm not, I'm not like knocking. But I'm just like, I wanted to show. <laughs> I was, I was trying my, telling my dad like the, the scale of these pops. I mean, I've, I've seen some of them like D23 and Star Wars Celebration. And they're like, you know, six to eight feet tall and pretty awesome. So, oh man, I, I could just imagine. And that, like I said, I saw the pictures. I'm like, dude, you did not tell me. <laughs> I know I wasn't it was like a spontaneous thing and I was like oh, I'll just let Joey see our story and then watch him freak out so that, that's a, that was a happy accident so <laughs> yeah well that's awesome you know it was really cool um yeah I uh, got a couple pops so um it was fun and do they also have like exclusive I mean dumb question but like oh yeah no they do they totally do um there was more like Seattle based exclusives like with Freddy Funko and Seahawks gear and stuff and yeah things like that but yeah they have like Funko store exclusives with just the Freddy pop guy um on there so uh with the with the sticker so you know it's special yeah um oh, yeah are <laughs> you a pop sticker. collector or sticker <laughs> collector yeah um but yeah it was really cool and there's yeah the there's some merch like hoodies and stuff with the <sighs> Funko headquarters and bring your wallet Joey definitely yeah we, we are definitely going to get there and now you're probably more excited about me trying to trying to get the some of the fun funcast Funko Funcast podcast people yeah. on the show now and and uh, yeah yeah so. yeah it's been about a year since I've been on the show and about a year since I stopped collecting so now I'm back in the game so we we can add that to the uh, the uh, Ryan's uh, unboxing now right <laughs> absolutely awesome. yeah I got the uh, Splash Pop coming from the Disney store so. Hopefully next week, week and the next week I'll record that once I go pick it up. So okay, great question. Uh, the Splash Mountain Pop, you could get those now, DisneyStore.com, or you could for about an hour. Oh my god, I, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I wish I would have known that because I was trying to find people and I found somebody. And understandably, you know, some people, I mean, they gotta charge a little bit for shipping and taking the time mm-hmm. to get out there. But it was just a little bit too much for me, especially with a, a trips coming up. But that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, it, it's a good thing I work graveyard because the um, if you guys are Funko collectors, follow I think it's Diz Funko. Yes. On Instagram, he posts. Um, I don't know if it's like one person or a group of people that do it, but as soon as they drop, I don't know how these people know, but they like re- like post it right away and you can go buy it. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah I was working. It was like one o'clock in the morning and they posted that they're up. So I like ran to the bathroom and like got it. So. Yeah, I don't know if Sorry, it's a Mom. team, but if it's if it is one guy, uh, dude, you're you're doing awesome because that's, yeah. that's how I'm getting all the news and any of the Funko releases. And he'll post not not just like Disney, but uh, uh, one of the things coming out is like a director series. So he's mm-hmm. like posting like Alfred Hitchcock and Guillermo del Toro. So I mean, any, anything is really cool. So that's awesome. Yeah, that, that's a page yeah. that we follow too. So well, right on, man. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely uh, try to get over there next year it's gonna be a busy 2019 for sure but we'll uh, yeah. throw that in the uh itinerary yeah. for sure what's what's been new with you um not too much uh well recently i went to a local uh con uh, you guys might have saw me post on it uh it's stockton con and uh it's in stockton california and this is pretty funny because everybody that hasn't gone if they're familiar uh stockton's got kind of a a shady reputation <laughs> it's scary. Even you, I went yeah. there once for gas. <laughs> it's so scary. But I, I tell people, I'm like, oh, don't let the word Stockton scare you because 
Uh, this convention is is always a great uh, convention. They they have uh, tons of actors, um, kind of a little little out of the limelight. Like they had uh, uh, one of the big actors was, and I went to her panel, but it was a uh, Rachel Lee Cook from She's All That and Josie and the Pussycats. A little little '90s crush that I had to see for a little bit, but. Um, they have great artists, comic artists. I see my buddy, uh, Dan Parsons. He's a comic uh, inker and always does great great stuff. So I always like uh, hanging out with him and uh, my friend Robin, which is his girlfriend that was my old work wife. <laughs> so uh, that's how we, me and Dan became friends. So they always come through, but um, they have wrestlers. Anyways, but uh, this year, uh, one of the big draws uh, for me was that they had... Uh, two actors from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, this year is the 30th anniversary of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So they had um, uh, Roger himself, uh, Charles uh, Flitch. I always have a problem uh, spelling his name. But it's uh, Charles Flitchner. Flitcher. Something like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. And uh, Dolores, uh, uh, which, who was Eddie Valiant's girlfriend in the movie. Uh, the diner, the girl that worked at the diner and bar, uh, Joanna Cassidy, and she was also in Blade Runner, and it's been in numerous movies. So they they did a little panel, so I was front row for that, and uh, it was really cool. It was just kind of awkward because uh, the dude's like an old stand up comedian, but he seems like they're they felt a little out of their element. But uh, it took a while for them to warm up. But um, I was able to ask a question towards the end, and it was funny because uh, I was about third or fourth in line and nobody asked my question and we're going then the guy in front of me was up there asked a question then asked another question then asked another I mean he kept going the, the moderator's trying to grab the mic from him like alright dude you, you've asked funny and uh so his fifth or sixth question wound up asking pretty much what I was going to ask so I'm just standing up there like an idiot so I was like uh I'll ask him something cheesy anyways and um, I, I recorded it. I had my phone in my hand, and so uh, I'll, I'll just play you that little bit of audio. A uh, part of it's kind of hard to hear, but uh, I, it's still kind of cool because I, I don't know. I just like the little uh, panel audio, and um, it kind of starts off where uh, Charles mentions like the best way to watch Roger Rabbit is after a couple drinks. So the recording starts off. You hear the moderator, "Oh, Stockton Con neither condones or promotes drinking during cartoons," and but <laughs> so here's that audio. Really drunk and watch the first one again. <laughs> Stocking Con neither promotes nor denies that recommendation. All right, here you go. I've actually done that before, and it's pretty awesome. Um, he actually took my question, so I just want to say thank you guys for being here. Uh, I was at I was at the movie the weekend it came out, and it's still one of my favorites. Um, so I just want any <laughs> any uh, sun out of your eyes, man. Keep that visor low, cause the sun could show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, any uh, specific uh, memories, you guys? Uh, any favorite memories, I guess, from the filming? Just vague memories for me, nothing specific. Just colors, sounds, and the smell of English people. What, what does that smell like? I, I, I remember tea. Cigarettes. They always had tea. And tea. Yeah. And, and you know, we shot uh, some of it in LA, and then we went over to London. It was, it was broken up, which kind of made it even more interesting. Oh, thank you.
All right, I have some very famous shots of uh, Bob Hoskins and I on the beach together that were shot in, you know, uh, before to show that we were boyfriend and girlfriend. You've never seen them, but they're out there. And also, don't forget to come upstairs uh, and visit our, our booths because we have chocolates. Okay, so yeah, I was kind of bummed because the actual question I was going to ask was uh, uh, how close were we actually to getting a sequel to Roger Rabbit? And uh, the other kid was just asking if we're going to get a sequel, and but he just kept asking. So, uh, yeah, but that was pretty cool because I said Roger Rabbit's one of my all-time favorite movies, so that was pretty cool. Um, then one of the highlights for me too of the convention was um, uh, a couple shows ago we we mentioned the Magic Wheelchair Foundation during Comic Con in San Diego, uh, organization that builds uh, costumes for kids' wheelchairs. And, uh, I mean, these things are so cool. And so they, they were there. They, they built a uh, TIE fighter for, for a young kid and uh, presented it to him. And actually, my buddy Dan, uh, him and another uh, artist, while they were presenting them, were doing a, a, a custom uh, comic drawing of the kid in the TIE fighter. And uh, So that was really cool. So um, I was able to take a few minutes to talk to uh, Corey, the, the main he's, – uh, he's the main – a guy for this area, Northern California, because it, it's a huge uh, a foundation now. I think it's actually based at Portland, Oregon, in my old hometown. So that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, he just talks about uh, magic wheelchair and the the process and everything. So uh, it's just about six minutes. So uh, here's that talk. Okay, guys. So I'm here at Stockton Con and. Uh, Sorry about the audio. It's a, we're in a lobby here. It's kind of uh, echoey. But I'm here with Corey. He's one of the fabricators for the Magic Wheelchair Organization. And uh, they do some really cool... I don't even know what to call it. Uh, what, what would you call what you guys do here? They're wheelchair costumes. They're costumes for kids in wheelchairs. Uh, we build them so that they fit around the wheelchair, attach to the wheelchair, and take into account all the needs that the kid has. Um, and it also fulfills the wishes they have of what character they want to be. The kid I built for today, his name is Xavier, and he wanted to be Darth Vader. So we built him Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. That's awesome. And, and uh, what got you guys started or, uh, with the organization going and building these awesome uh, wheelchair costumes? Well, the founder of the organization, his name's Ryan Weimer, and he's up in Portland, Oregon. He started building for his kids because they both have SMA and they're in wheelchairs. And so he wanted to give them cool costumes, too. I met Ryan at a haunted house convention because I do haunted houses. And so I have some fabrication skills from that. Ryan and I started talking. I was really impressed by this cool costume that his kid was wearing and didn't even realize that the kid was in a wheelchair. And then he starts telling me that he started this organization called Magic Wheelchair. And I look at this costume, and I'm just astounded because I hadn't even seen the wheelchair. All I saw was this epic dinosaur creature and this kid riding it. And that is just, that's, I want a dinosaur I could ride. But then I also realized the transformation ability of that um, to let a kid be seen for who they are as the awesome, amazing person they are without them having that wheelchair as the thing that people notice first. So I signed up. He asked me to help out at San Diego Comic-Con in 2017. I built Supergirl's chair there for a little girl down in Huntington Beach. 
beautiful little girl. She had osteogenesis imperfecta, which is the brittle bone disease, and that um, that means that she breaks really easy. So I, since she was Supergirl, I did the Fortress of Solitude around her like walls so that no one would bump into her <laughs> and gave her a huge cape because she asked for that. And ever since then, I've just, this is my second build. Um, each one takes about, it should take about eight weeks, eight to 12 weeks. Uh, Supergirl was a crazy one, and we did it in three weekends, and my team, I, I still owe them for that. So, um, but that's how I got involved with it, and now it's just kind of the thing I do. And this was awesome. You guys got full music and audio and the blowing up Death Star. I mean, is, is this something that you guys, that, like the kid or parent kind of comes up with, or are you guys just like, all right, what else can we throw in here real quick? Or, okay, can we do this in? Or That was us. I'm a little ADD, and I'm very childlike. And I really, like, I'm like, okay, so if I had the coolest costume in the world, what could I have on it to play with? And so I, I hooked up with a guy from Google. His name's Tony. And um, he had a buddy at, at work design an app where it's an actual X-Wing targeting system where you can actually tap the game and you're targeting the X-Wing like in the movie. Um, he, we also got sound effects in there with a sound control board hooked up to four different speakers. Um, it's just me wanting to put as much stuff in there as possible. He's got lights on the dashboard he can turn on and off. It's, I just, I just want to... If I was sitting in the middle of this thing, what would I want to play with? Yeah, that's... So, a- <laughs> And then I kind of like the idea that he's flying away from an exploding Death Star. <laughs> yeah, that's, next thing you know, he'll be spinning around upside yeah. down and stuff. So. Stupid aluminum falcon. <laughs> Sorry, that was ro- robot chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, you got Rachel Lee Cook up there. She's a voice for robot chicken. The um, so you said this is your second build. Uh, do you have any, any project you really want to work on real soon? Like something... Uh, well, I, I'm trying not to be too, like, hopeful about doing a project because I like kind of what the kids bring me and makes yeah. me research and stuff. Although I would really, I kind of want to do, like, a, a wicked Mad Max post-apocalyptic <laughs> wheelchair. I think that would be fun, and I would want it to shoot Nerf darts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it would be really cool if, like, I could, like, find, like, I don't know, like... I just want to just put barbed wire or fake barbed wire all over it and Gatlin guns and machine mounts. If I could do a flamethrower, I, I probably could not do a flamethrower. They would say no to that. Well, I think it'd be pretty cool. But yeah, you guys, you guys uh, had a really great. Like I was, I was waiting uh, for the uh, presentation, and I mean, there's just tons of people out here, and yeah, it was just really cool to be a part of. And the, I mean, just the news was here, and it was really cool. Um, I just want to thank you. I know you guys have been busy today, so just thank you for uh, taking the time to talk with us. Um, if people want to help out, uh, donate, you know, uh, where can they look you guys up? So, at? magicwheelchair.org is the website. So, magicwheelchair, one word, dot org. And we have links on there for donations, which we definitely need because each of these costumes are pricey. Yeah. I am very thrifty. I, I tend to be very frugal, and this one ran about 17 or 1800 bucks. Um, maybe a little more. I don't want to actually add it up because my <laughs> wife might find out. Um, and then, but it's most of it was donations. I threw in my own money too. Um, and then there, so they, they tend to be pricey. So the donations are huge. We also have companies who help us out, and that's very nice also. But we need builders too. If you can hold a paintbrush and you can help us out, put it together, that's a huge effort too. Um, and then if you know a kid who's in a wheelchair, and that they want a cool costume, please have their parent or guardian sign them up on the website. 
It, then, because I like to build local, and I want more kids who are local, so I can do this. this awesome. Is, this is a big deal for me. Yeah, we'll definitely put that in our show notes on the show coming out. So, of uh, course, th- thanks for taking the time, and uh, yeah, I look forward to see what you guys do next time. And, <laughs> me too. So. <laughs> so that was really cool to just to be a part of, and uh, yeah, when when they presented the kid in the lobby, I mean, it was so so many people there in the news, and it was really cool to see um, in person. So. If anybody, you know, wants to, you know, uh, donate time, uh, donate money for in your area, uh, you can get a hold of them at, uh, uh, we'll send the, uh, the links in the show notes, but it's uh, wheel, uh, Magic Wheelchair on Instagram, Facebook, uh, .com. So, yeah, that, that that's it. That's all I've been up to other than planning our trip um, and making a, a new logo for you. I guess we'll add that. Oh, to thank you. <laughs> Disney news. Yeah. Guys, Joey made me a sick logo. Go check out our Instagram page for uh, our new, I guess not new, but just to upgrade our YouTube channel. Um, once I get back from my trip, I'll be posting a lot more and we'll be streaming more. So, But the logo is amazing. It's like uh, Wayne's World and I'm the logo and there's lots of Walt's World um, kind of renditions of it. But this one, I think is the best one. Yeah, Ryan's World with a DU TV logo in the O. So, and if, yeah. if you've been following Ryan for a while too, uh, you know that he has his regular Instagram and his Ryan's World, which that's where he would do some of his uh, toy unboxings and just uh, Star Wars news or whatever. So, once I kind of pass the rings to him for the YouTube, because uh, I'll be posting on YouTube too, but it'll mostly be like, you know, maybe park stuff or a little bit of stuff, you know, just whatever random uh, Disney activities but ryan really is going to get into like um more of the unboxing videos hot toys mm-hmm. funko's now hooray i'm awesome i'm excited for that <laughs> um and we've been talking oh, does about, that mean i have to take them out of the box of course oh you can no you can put them back in okay i'm gonna i'm gonna bend the cardboard oh, <laughs> oh okay i'll get special gloves and open, tweezers open and the ones without the stickers how's that <laughs> Oh, those are things? No. Those are actual pops? There's one with those stickers? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah, no, I'll open it from the bottom. But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll open those very carefully. And I'll be getting lots of videos from, um, well, I'll get into this later, but you, uh, Disney's Mickey's Halloween Party, Not Scary Farm, and Halloween Horror Night. So there'll be lots of stuff coming up in the next two months So on our YouTube. Yeah, and eventually even like Google or live streams with uh, listeners and followers too, so mm-hmm. uh, stay tuned to that. And that'll be, you know, Ryan's World, Disney Universe, YouTube TV, whatever it's called. There's so many new names. Now, yeah. But... I have an abbreviation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm glad you like the logo, man. And uh, you guys, if you like it, you can uh, buy the t-shirt on TeePublic, uh, which is having a sale right now. We'll, we'll, we'll get more on that later, but um, uh, let's get on to what's uh, going on in the the full Disney universe. There's been a lot of news, uh, yeah, all over. And uh, do, do you want to start with this one or? Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll kick things off. So, uh, a name has officially been announced for the new Disney streaming service, and it was it's going to be called Disney Play. Very simple. <laughs> I like it. And obviously, I, the persons every... that named this did not work on the Pixar Pier uh, remodeling. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, so you, what do you yeah. think? You like it, or? Yeah, I like it. It's simple, easy. Doesn't need to be anything else. Nope. Kind of like it was like a Christopher Robin name, just a simple, easy thing. Yeah, it gets to the point. Uh, yep. 
Disney Play. Not even Disney Play streaming service, Disney Home service. Home. I know some people are like, oh, they should have done like Disney Direct and you know whatever. Disney Flix. Yeah, that, that's a whole can of worms. But yeah, no, I like it. Uh, Disney Play. Um, like I said, it's real simple. Uh, I wonder if they're just going to have to change the name of that mobile game that they have. But I think that's Disney Parks Play. I'm not sure. Yeah. No, yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm really super excited for uh, uh, this service and when, once it starts. And I mean, we're getting news once in a while of you know the new movies and shows and stuff. But once they announce that, fingers crossed that we're going to be getting like old. Uh, Vault Disney kind of shows, you know, the old Zoros or Mickey Mouse Clubs or original Disney afternoon so. movies, and you know that's going to make me happy. Old, old uh, S- silly symphonies, you know, those stuff. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. And, I wonder uh, if Netflix is going to crash and burn after this. <clears throat> I don't know because they're doing good with the movies, and oh yeah, because yeah, Netflix has their own stuff too, yeah, and they, that Disney's going to have their own stuff. And... I, I think Netflix is going to eventually like, yeah, we don't need. We don't need, uh, you know, five-year-old movies on it. We got Stranger Things. We got Orange is the New Black. You know, these shows that are, like, yeah. getting pretty good uh, following. So, I think they'll be fine. And, uh, yeah. And uh, next up, uh, one thing that we're all kind of, well, I know I'm excited for is the... Uh, I'm excited, too. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a little bit more details on the menus of the Tropical Hideaway. In Adventureland, and I can't sing it, say that without singing "Welcome to a Tropical Hideaway." <laughs> but um, yeah, so one thing that's kind of weird though is, and this kind of goes back to the whole short before the Incredibles. But one of the things that's going to be on the menu is the bow, the little dumpling thing. Oh yeah, and this thing still, this thing still weirds me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that short was interesting. <laughs> But, um, no, so they're adding that, and uh, my internet just went a little slow for a second, so it's going to take a while, but... Um... And that opens up at, it said later this year, right? Yeah, so, I mean, that no could... set date, though. Yeah, that can mean, you know, October, November. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping it would be open by the time I get there, but I don't think so. Oh, come on, internet, you crash at the wrong time. <laughs> There we go. I'm sorry, people. But, ah. But it's going to be kind of like a, it's not going to be like super fancy, but it looks like they have a, uh, um, yeah, spice vegetarian bao. Is that how you say it, bao? Bao. Yeah, bao. Yeah, but they're having like three different kinds. So there's a, a, you know, vegetarian one, a chicken lime one. I'm I'm just not saying the full because I don't want to butcher the, uh, (laughs) <laughs> but like so basically vegetarian chicken or beef you'll be able to choose that a chilled ramen salad couple snacks uh this sounds good sweet pineapple lumpia uh anything with pineapple in it I, oh yeah i love but it's just gonna be a, uh more like a little snack place um plus a, another needed place to just sit and chill for a little bit it's gonna i'm sure it's gonna be well shaded so. Yeah, I kind of got a bangle barbecue vibe from the menu. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, just maybe like, like simple and cheap. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's simple, cheap, but it looks just kind of simple, which is good. Yeah, and, and if hopefully it's something that can expand on. You know, I'm, I'm sure once if it gains popularity, then 
they'll definitely uh, uh, add to it. But um, yeah, so that that should be opening soon. Um, yeah, like like uh, Ryan said, towards the end of the year. And uh, speaking of food, um, we'll just stay with that. But um, yeah, they just added seven new locations to the mobile ordering, so that's always good. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I'll just I'll list them off quickly for you guys. Um, in DCA, the Harbor Gallery now has mobile ordering in Disneyland uh, and also these are opening up it said later this or next month but now it, well I guess it is next month now it is September so um, Stage Door Cafe Refreshment Corner uh, Royal Street Veranda and uh, the big one is Dole Whip yeah <laughs> Dole Whips that's the Tiki Bar or Tiki Juice Bar not Tiki Bar but yeah Dole Whips so I'm I wonder how long like the is there? A, have you used the mobile ordering? No, not yet. Um, it was available last time I was there. Just I was only there for half a day, and I only had an angry dog, so I didn't really need to use it. So uh, coming up, I I, I might try it. Um, uh, I've heard it's pretty, you know, pretty pretty good. I mean, yeah, I, I won't be using it just because I'm paying cash for everything because I won't have a U.S. card. But um, oh yeah, yeah. I, but I, like I, I might. Card, uh, tapped into my uh pass like my account the app so oh okay well that's pretty cool i yeah. didn't know you could do that so i might try it just but, once i mean yeah like maybe i just I, i'll try it like once just to see how it goes just like maybe on a door up something cheap yeah so i think uh mark and the folks that leave it today they used it at gibson girl uh the ice cream Ooh, I think, ice cream yeah it's was, it was on one of their past shows and if, I, if I'm if I'm listening correctly, I'm sure they uh, they said it was pretty simple and obviously convenient. So yeah, I think well if, if, well, if you want to see a video of it, go over to Fresh Baked. Um, they uh, I think they've done they do it a couple times or they've done it a couple times. So I'm sure you can just type it in on YouTube and it would show up how they they like record their phone screen and them doing it all at the same time. So it's pretty cool. Oh nice. Yeah. And speaking of Fresh Baked, I'm just going to throw this yeah. out right now. Um, <laughs> Because there's again more news about what what was it the Disneyland versus Anaheim (laughs) on everything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So first of all, like if you guys have been listening to us for a while, you you know we I always said we're not a big news show. Then I know we have a news segment, but a lot of the news we kind of bring up is stuff that kind of hits home for you know stuff that we really enjoy. We talk a lot about Star Wars and Marvel and uh, Disneyland, but we kind of like we don't mention a lot of the news. And but this this whole thing with the hotel was kind of important, but there's just so many details now and so many back and forths and I didn't. It's just to me, it's just a headache <laughs> right now. Yeah. It's important. I mean, I'm watching like so. Like I said, Fresh Bake they released a recent video on a new <laughs> a new story that the next chapter as I'll, I'll just say. And um, I didn't even really want to report it other than saying there's more drama now. And just go to Fresh Bake to watch. And you guys will mm-hmm. get pr- plenty of details on it there. Um, I'm sure. Once again, our, going back to our friends that leaving today, I'm sure they'll they'll probably bring it up too. So that's all I'm going to mention about the the next chapter in the hotel Disneyland Anaheim uh, bout. <laughs> but um, on the happier news, and <laughs> staying staying yeah. with food, <laughs> we won't talk too much about this. But uh, as of yesterday or Friday, uh, August thirtieth. Food and Wine is now officially going on at Epcot in Florida. And I am 
jealous that I'm not there right now because I love food and wine. Um, it's enjoyable at DCA. I personally like the Festival of Holidays version of it uh, during Christmas, but oh, nothing food. can. It, as much as I enjoy it at Disneyland or Disney uh, California Adventure, does not come near what they do at Epcot. There's just so much more there, and uh, just so 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 awesome. And I wish I was there. So, if you are one of our listeners in Florida, uh, John, Jonathan, if you guys are there and you go to Food and Wine, uh, let us know what you guys do, what you guys tried, and uh, make us jealous, take pictures, let us know. Tori, you too, my niece. So, uh, once again, yeah, Food and Wine is in full effect, along with Halloween time in uh, at Florida. And we're probably going to have to hit the... Uh, the theme song for this, but we got more Star Wars news. <laughs> Episode 9 keeps adding uh, more cast members, and uh, they've, they've recently added Do- Dominic Monaghan. Mo- Monaghan? Monaghan. Monaghan. Is that the doctor? The no, this is a uh, Mary, Mary from a uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. He was a Hobbit. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, then he was in Lost, and he, you know, he's been in a lot of movies. So uh, he's been cast uh, recently, and uh, he, which, he's a J.J. Abrams alumni from from like I said, he was in Lost, and then just just last week, a few days ago, um, uh, they just added the was he the tenth Doctor from Doctor Who, Matt Smith. I'm not sure. I've never seen that show, so... Okay. Yeah, he, so he's one of the uh, more popular, or I don't want to say more popular, but more the, one of the more recent um, uh, Doctor Who uh, actors. Doctors. And, and plus, right now, he's in The Crown, which is, I guess, a real big show. That's another Netflix show, so that ain't going on anywhere, but... Um, so there was, obviously... I think there was more speculation on who he's playing than... Uh, Dominic Clonahan. I mean, he, he might be just like another just DJ character. Who knows? But when I saw Matt Smith cast, I'm like, ooh, I wonder if he's like a, you know, a Snoke force go. You know, kind of like what Snoke looked like before he was all funky looking, or even like ooh, a Palpatine. Interesting. Like a Palpatine clone, maybe. Well, Palpatine's not dead, so. Yeah, true. You know, Palpatine yeah. lives. <laughs> Hashtag Palpatine yeah. lives. We're starting that right now. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag it's official. Hashtag so. Palpy alive. <laughs> That's awesome. Voiced by uh, Seth MacFarlane. That would be awesome. <laughs> if you guys watch Robot Chicken, you know what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. I mean, those are pr- two pretty good actors. I hope their past fandoms don't really clash with Star Wars. But I don't know. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> yeah, if they're, they seem like solid actors i've never seen uh the doctor who show but i've seen lots of pictures of him so uh and uh, people seem to like him and people seem to be happy with the news so i don't have any complaints yeah star wars fan we don't co- people don't complain until after the movie comes out nowadays <laughs> that, that's how it goes so. but no yeah that's pretty exciting um also uh recently uh we finally got our first trailer for uh star wars resistance and um, just like anything other Star Wars, people were like, "Oh, it looks awesome," or "It looks like crap." So, 
<laughs> Man, I tried to hold the coughs in, but couldn't. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry Ryan's bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that, have you seen the trailer yet? Or I know you've been real busy. No, I'm not. I'm not really. Um, I'm not too excited about it. Um, it looks kind of eh to me, just like through, from all the pictures. But I guess I should watch the trailer. Yeah, and, but I mean. Star Wars Rebels got the same reaction when that first was announced, and uh, the pictures were first released. Um, and they did a po- they came out with a poster too, which looks pretty cool. Um, the trailer looks really cool. The animation style is kind of um, anime, and they call it like back shadow, which makes it's two D, but it makes it looks a little three D ish. If you watched the Tron, uh, what was it, Tron Uprising cartoon that was on XD a couple years ago. Underrated cartoon, great show, got canceled. Anyways, uh, not salty. It's, it's that style, but I don't know. I mean, you, you hear a lot of adults kind of like, oh, I don't like the way it looks, but it's not even on Disney XD. It's on Disney Channel, so it's aimed for kids. So, hmm. I mean, it is a cartoon, and I know a lot of people, including myself, take Star Wars real seriously. But you know, we got to remember, you know, th- this is a cartoon for kids, so. We'll see how you know it looks interesting. We'll see how. Well, Star Wars was supposed to be for kids too, but look how that turned out. Exactly. So, <laughs> but yeah, check out the uh, trailer. I, I think it looks cool. Um, I'm, I'm going with it with just open mind. Um, I do trust Dave Filoni, so uh, he hasn't wrong, wronged a lot of us at all yet. So, uh, yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say yet. Yeah. <laughs> But so far, so good. And uh, that comes yeah. out, I think, uh, that premieres October 9th on uh, Disney Channel. So that's pretty cool. Um, sticking with Disneyland news and Star Wars news, something we actually don't have come to agreement on is we're getting nope. more details on Galaxy's Edge, the Black Spire uh, Outpost, which is the section of Galaxy's Edge that is going to be <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, kind of like where the bounty hunters, pirates, you know, the people that are trying to stay under the radar of the First Order but don't want to join the Resistance and, you know, are going to hang out. And they just announced that the name of the cantina will be Oga's Cantina. And uh, this is on Disney Parks blog. And this is where we get to see the return of Captain Rex from the original Star Tours. And he's going to be spinning tunes. <laughs> at the cantina and I hope he's voiced by Paul Rubens but the big what out would you say it's controversy or the big part yep. about this is this will be the first place in Disneyland selling alcohol and I'll let you start sir <laughs> yeah well there's alcohol at D20 or Club 33 yes there is um, but I'm a very like what would want Walt want kind of guy and if Walt wanted alcohol in the park it would have been there um, 60 years ago for everyone to buy not in a special club DCA uh, like whatever you can serve alcohol that's not my park that's like a new generation I I guess I kind of opened up when I was a kid but (laughs) I feel Disneyland's like my park so um, yeah if Walt wanted alcohol there would have been alcohol in there 60 years ago so Hey, uh, yeah, don't, I don't... don't let the Ryan's world get to your head right now. It's not, not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but yeah, that's what I just don't think there should be alcohol in the park. I don't like it when I see people walking around DCA with beer. So, but that's just that's just how how I feel about alcohol in the park. But I understand they kind of have to like more people. I not more people are drinking, but um, it gets more successful business wise. They'll make more money. Just look at how many people are going to Pixar uh, or Lamplight Lounge for those bubbly drinks. So, um, yeah. I understand it from a business perspective, but from a, like my heart, yeah. no, I don't want home in my park. So, but it's not my decision. But I know, not your. I guess you enjoy. Well, you're you're looking for it. I I do okay. So I do like having a a drink or two when I'm at DCA because they usually have a good selection of beer, and the margaritas are really good. I don't like getting like I'm at a club or you know, at a in Vegas. I mean, I don't I don't like the people that get too out of hand and belligerent. I don't want to see personally. I don't want to see people walking around Disneyland with alcohol at all. I don't want them walking through Fantasyland and having drinks or Tomorrowland or whatever. I that that's where I stand. I know Walt, and like I said. I, a lot of people, and it's it's why people in the fifties called him Uncle Walt, because even to this day, a lot of people, you know, were were raised with Walt Disney, and you kind of get that little uncle feel. But you know, he did build and plan Club Thirty Three to you know have a little adult time at the park, but it was secluded, and so mm-hmm. that's where I see. And I was I was joking with you, and even with Mark. Uh, Mark from uh, Leaving Today that Galaxy's Edge is on the outside of the track, so it's okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, but what what I get from what they're doing is they're not they're not selling Bud Light, they're not selling Sierra Nevada um, or margaritas. They're going to have themed cocktails themed to the uh, the land, and I can guarantee that that they will not let any of those drinks outside of that building. If they do, maybe just a little bit around the area, but I don't think they're not going to allow the drinks outside. You know, once you go back under the tracks, and that's just my kind of early opinion. So, I, with them trying to do the immersiveness of, you know, the whole Star Wars experience and how crazy it's going to be there for the first ten what? years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> July, the July and June of next year are completely blacked out. Uh, if you're a deluxe annual pass holder or less, and I'm a deluxe, so I'm, I got to think if I'm going to upgrade, which I most likely will, to, you know, so I can get into there. But so yeah. that's why I'm okay with them uh, serving alcohol. I uh, I know it's it's going to be kind of like a uh, touchy subject for a while. Like, well, if they open it there, then then they'll open it up when they do uh, you know, what the Rose Tavern or whatever it is, uh, like Fantasyland or you know. I don't know, but I mean, I don't see people walking all the way to Galaxy's Edge, fighting the crowds, fighting the long wait to get into the cantina, to order a drink just so they could walk out and drink it by Pirates of the Caribbean. So that's that's why I'm okay with it. I know I was kind of joking around with it before, like, oh, I don't care, you know, it's on the other side of the tracks, or you know, people don't know if Walt would really be turning in his grave, like they always say, like, did you know Walt Disney? But um, but that's why I'm okay with it because I think 95 to 98 percent of people drinking will be drinking in the cantina. 
but th- so that's why I'm okay. Okay. But, well, <laughs> if it just stays there, I, my opinion might change. Yeah. But for now, I'm not happy about it. But if I can walk around the park without seeing people drinking, it might be okay. Yeah, but and I uh, I've been have to wait. Anytime soon. That part. So. Yeah. But you know, you guys, let us know what you think. Like I said, this is one of those touchy subjects. You know, this is what this is a nice little de- mini debate between me and Ryan because we don't have very many of them except for like Last Jedi or you know certain things. Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks. But hey, we're, we just found out we're both Oregon Duck fans, and today college football yeah. just started, so hooray! But, <laughs> so, but yeah, let us know. Um, one more news story is... <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go with this one, with the guard. <laughs> um, oh, yes. There we go. Sorry, I wasn't written down. Um, so, Guardians of the Galaxy has been put on hold indefinitely. Um, for I, I, I'm guessing it's just because the cast is making such a well not a fuss but like they're they're standing up for james gunn um i didn't read like any official report or anything i don't know if you did no um i haven't heard much other than yeah that it's just been put on hold Um, which i'm happy about i hope this movie doesn't get made unless james gunn's back so that's (laughs) i it's it would be nice to see another one but we have two really good guardian movies already that like we, we really don't need a third one. Um, but we're supposed to get Adam but, Warlock. <laughs> yeah, but just for, for James, for James, like, James Gunn not, they're not bringing him back. I really hope this movie doesn't get made. Um, and that's okay, too, because then Batista come back to wrestling. Shout out to any wrestling fans. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really hope this doesn't get made. But I, I know you wanted to see it, so... I was like, like I said, I still think the movie could be good. Because, uh, I mean, Marvel's smart enough. To, I mean, they're smart enough, like they said, okay, we're in a mess right now. Let's just hold it. Let's stop for a little bit. But, yeah, I think they're smart enough where they're, they. <laughs> I think James Gunn would, would allow them to still use the, the script he wrote. Because, you know, he loves the characters, he loves the story. I'm sure he'd rather the movie the story get finished then not I don't know um, and especially if they got the right director uh, I just I don't unless know. the Russo brothers come back then I you know then maybe I can see that and if if any of you guys have uh, movies anywhere if if you bought Infinity War uh, and watch it uh, and if you watch it on movies anywhere they had a special round table of the different Marvel directors, John Favreau, James Gunn, uh, the Russo brothers, Joss Whedon, just doing this awesome roundtable, and you could just see how much they like admire each other's, you know, just the storytelling, and so that's why I think that James Gunn would rather have somebody else direct it that you know gave it the TLC that it deserves, and and but like I said, I just hope they if I hope it's not definite, I hope they find the right director. And then just let it, let, you know, give it the finish it deserves. We will see. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like there's a, a rush. We have lots of movies still coming. Um, we got it's, it. We so... got it. Um, Captain Marvel and Avengers Four coming out soon, so uh, we'll just kind of deal with those. And uh, yeah, 
but... And we got another Spider-Man coming. Yeah. We, we keep getting spoilers from Tom Holland, so if you if you want to know what's going on with... Uh, was it Far From Home? Then uh, Spider-Man... Yeah. Then check out uh, Tom Holland's Instagram, because... Yeah. He seems to be a little little bit of a spoiler. <laughs> I don't know if it's perfect. Do we know what suit or... he's wearing? I haven't, no, I haven't seen yet. Have they showed oh, or... Interesting. No, no, but I'm... I'm interested. I'd like to see the one that they keep showing on the video game, because I think that one looks pretty cool. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Uh, another side note on that, uh, real quick. I will be doing an unboxing video of the new Spider-Man PS4 Pro. So, um, that that'll be out. No, like a new, like the, the system, the PlayStation oh. system, the Spider-Man one. Oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, the new Spider-Man. with uh, It's like a glossy finish with the spider-man logo the new logo so oh, sick yeah Dang yeah man. i'll be on about that and Side on, note. And on no. the next show ryan will be loaning joe some money so <laughs> have fun too but um yeah that's that's about it for our uh our news section it was kind of kind of a lot but you know there's once sometimes we get nothing sometimes we get a lot going on here so uh, mm-hmm. let us know what you guys think on some of those and uh I think uh, we've been talking for a little bit, so we're just going to take a quick little break, and we'll uh, get right back to you in a minute or so. a few things uh, that 
you know, that we would like to do or like to see, or I would like to see at Disneyland if I was an Imagineer. And basically it's how I would bring the World of Tron back to Disneyland. And I said Disneyland because, you know, we, we need <laughs> something. Obviously Tomorrowland. And, you know, say what you will, say what you will about the movies. I love both the movies and... DCA was a lot of fun when they had Electronica, so, um, oh man, what was it, 2012-ish? Uh, yeah, when they 12, announced I, it. Cause I was there in 2012, so. Yeah, and when you were there, was that a Mad Tea Party or Electronica? It was Electro, uh, maybe Electronica? Oh, okay. I just remember going with all the pin traders, but yeah. they were all, like, adults and I was a kid and I was just like sitting there with a bunch of drunk adults and it was <laughs> that was my experience at electronica yeah it definitely was electronica a bunch of drunk adults with frisbees what is going on here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well you know what i loved electronica when it was there um i was even mad when they brought in matt tea party it took me a while to actually enjoy matt tea party just because i wanted tron there so bad and flynn's arcade and and all that but i instantly thought like what can they do uh how can they bring the world of Tron back? And because, you know, growing up, we had the People Mover. And one of my favorite parts, a lot of people's favorite parts of the People Mover is when you were going through the grid, you're in the light cycle race. And the, the screen was like it's completely immersed movie screen of the light cycle race. And Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, it was so awesome. And, you know, as a kid, you're just like, oh, my God, this is so cool. I, I'm in a movie because this came out. I mean, this was happening before Star Tours was, you know was going when you felt like you're in a Star Wars movie well you know you actually felt like you were in Tron and um, which was just so cool so uh, naturally I'd like to see Tron back at Disneyland but it's just there's so much or so few space especially in Tomorrowland like where can they put it what can they do um, so I, I so I wrote a little like I don't know at one time I was bored I couldn't sleep and I just wrote like how they could bring it back and this was what way before you know we got Tron, the Tron Cycle uh, roller coaster in Shanghai, which is now uh, coming to uh, Magic Kingdom in Florida. I mean they've been posting billboards recently and getting the buzz up for that now. So that's why I wanted to come out with this. Anyway, sorry, I'm just kind of rambling, but um, I thought, well, one thing in Tomorrowland that kind of doesn't make sense to me is the Utopia cars. Um, there's nothing really futuristic about gas-powered vehicles going in on a freeway. Um, I know it's an opening day attraction, and it's it's one of the few opening day attractions that people are like, yeah, it could probably go, because it's fun, but it really makes no sense. A lot of Tomorrowland makes no sense. So, I just started writing what I would do, and it's basically like, I would totally retheme Atopia, and, you know, get electric cars, and you know, you still got the regular, just going through the little track and everything during the during the day and everything. But um, once night hit, you, it would totally change, and it would be like, I I didn't have a name, but I was, I was the first thing I was joking around with was like Trontopia, but I'm like that's stupid. <laughs> but, so, but basically, like once once it went out, then all the buildings would kind of like light up, like the Tron buildings from Tron Legacy, which, like I said, even if you don't like the movie, the uh, the design and everything of it was just beautiful and super awesome. So you'd be in the queue, and you'd be overlooking, like, 
you know where you saw the uh, old cartoons of the cars and stuff through the windows? Yeah. You'd, you'd see that, but it's like you'd be almost looking down on like a game grid. So you'd hear like, you'd see like little videos of like uh, people disc fighting and uh, just doing, you know, light cycle race. And, you know, you'd hear the Daft Punk music in the queue, oh. which would be super awesome. And, Such a good score. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I, it's one of my all time favorites. Um, then just ride the attraction. Uh, you're. And the, I would the way I visualize the cars would, were similar to like the Outrider that Cora drove at the beginning, but not as buggy because you know it's, it's such a small track. You know you'd have to enclose it somehow. So it'd be very similar to maybe like the original light cycle, but like a four wheel <laughs> light cycle that's not as tall. I don't know, but you know you just kind of go through everything, and um, so of course it'd be like lighting effects and. Uh, laser effects, but it'd be dark, so they have the uh, little vinyl screens where you'd see some of the sentry soldiers like popping up and actually kind of like look like they're going to attack you, but they're it's just be like an effect and everything. Um, and of course, you hear the music, and you could probably hear like you know, in the car, you'd hear like Tron talking to you or Flynn or who you know, anybody uh, that sounded familiar. Um, but it's funny because some of the effects that I, I, I was thinking about, like the um, uh, the screens between, uh, like some of the trees and bushes, they're using that now in uh, Florida at the Avatar. I, I, when I was watching my niece or people's videos of the uh, Navi River, little like basically mm-hmm. the Avatar Small World is what a lot of people call it. <laughs> um, with one animatronic. Yeah, which is, I mean, I'll give them that. That's one of the coolest animatronics ever. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> but a lot of those effects is what I had in my head, like how they'd be popping up, um, you know, like attacking you. Then even when you went under a bridge, they couldn't make it look like there's like a recognizer, which was those like U-shaped uh, spaceships that float around. And um, mm-hmm. I just think it'd be like super cool. Um, and even recently when, when to bring it, I know it'd be kind of hard. At first, I was thinking, well, you can't do a, a ride one way in the day and a one ride at night. But then they did that with the Guardians uh, Monsters, you know, the, the Mission Breakout. They did the, during Halloween, they did the regular version during the day and then the one at night. So I'm like, well, that was, that's a good idea then because that's what I was thinking with the Tron, you know. But then you can also make it a show building uh, similar to, like, Test Track. But it's hard because a lot of the cool things about Tomorrowland, even though it doesn't look futuristic, is still the landscape of everything. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool to tie in uh, Tron with Atopia because that that ride needs a refurb. Mm-hmm. Well, they just oh, go ahead. Yeah, even with the refurb they just did on Atopia, it's still not like not up to par, but it's still kind of dated. Yeah. Oh, super dated. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I mean, so that'd be a great, great way to put Tron with the Utopia. Or even, too, is um, where they have the Tomorrowland Terrors where they do the Jedi training. You could still slightly bring back Electronica, you know, make do the dance thing at night. I know a lot of, you know, they do the bands once in a while. I, I don't know if, if that's still going on or not, but, and you can do the little, oh, it might be kind of bottleneck to do that, like, Frisbee stuff between, like, interventions and all that, but... You know, go back up to the top level of interventions where they had the superhero HQ, you know, above where uh, Launch Bay is. Block it off where it's totally separate. 
and throw Flynn's arcade back up there, or not back up there because it's never there. Because because um, I I would say put Flynn's arcade at Starcade, but they opened that new queue for Space Mountain on the second floor now, and no room for the arcade. So I I would say just put it in uh, Innoventions or the second floor because they're not using that anymore. Yeah. I don't think. Because that's where they had the like the Iron Man suit and all that, right? Yeah. Up there. Yeah. Then they. Yeah. Opened, yeah. Because right when Launch Bay opened, they opened Superhero HQ. Then a few weeks later, they moved them Captain America and Thor over to DCA. Yeah, they have a big space up there they need to do something with. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, so theme Tron, Partopia. Bring Flynn's Arcade to the top of Intervention. And you can even still have that little lounge thing that they have with fireworks, but it would just be Tron theme, I think. Yeah. I, I could visualize it better in my head than probably how I explained it. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just no, think it'd be cool because you could totally like do the immersive queue. Like mm-hmm. I said, the, the soundtrack would be awesome. Um, yeah, and if they like, if they could enclose Autopia in some way without interfering with the monorail. Yeah. Then it would it would be amazing. Just all the everything they could do with it. They could even make it. They could make it like I don't know how they do it but even something like a screen over top but like so still that the light could go through but then yeah. at night the screen could project things yeah so. and, and that's what I'm saying there'd be there'd be screens like pla- pla- uh, everywhere where you'd see like light cycles zooping by you or you know the sentry soldiers which those are the uh, the security soldiers for blue if, if you don't know people sorry <laughs> but um, so there'd just be screens everywhere There'd actually be some little, like, pop-up, like, how they have Osimo just standing there doing nothing. All right, well, you know, <laughs> put a few, you know, put a recognizer or put a light cycle, like, crashed or something or, you know. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just think it'd be cool because, like I said, Tomorrowland is out of date. Autopia is way out of date. I mean. <laughs> they need to close Tomorrowland for a solid year and a half and just redo it. Yeah. Which... I think we're going to get Tomorrowland news finally at D23 2019 because I was expecting it D23 2013 and <laughs> we never got it. <laughs> we never got it at 15. We never got it in 17. I think we're finally going to get it. <laughs> I'm hoping. And yeah, if you hope. guys listen to our friends that are leaving today, you, you know one of their big things is make Tomorrowland great again. And I couldn't agree with more. And I think one of that is bringing Tron to Tomorrowland. And hopefully, if that happened, it gained more popularity, and we would get finally a Tron 3, which keeps going back and forth. And, you know, they're going to make it. Well, no, they're not. They got filming permits. Well, now, you know, that dropped. And yeah, they're supposed to film it just down the street from me. I know. <laughs> and I'm tired of them messing with my emotions. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like Tron 3 might or might not get made. And the Guillermo del Toro Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah, they're going to make that. No, they're not. Yeah, that Stop I'm still choking out my about. heart because I can't yeah. But then, you know, yeah, I think this Tronotopia would be great. But after seeing the Tron Light Cycle roller coaster in Shanghai, I want that at Disneyland. So I'm ending with that. Is like, yeah, I think the Utopia would be cool. But man, they, they could, if they got rid of the Nemo. The Utopia, 
all that back stuff and um, put the roller coaster. I'm not sure the like the the shape of it. So I've heard uh, Jess on uh, leaving today. She kind of mentioned how it would actually fit in Tomorrowland. So go check out uh, the recent uh, Tomorrowland. I think it's her five up, three down episode because she explains where it would go. I have no idea like how it would fit at Disneyland. So um, I'd like to see the Utopia there. Trontopia, whatever you want to call it, but I would love to see the roller coaster, especially and a Flynn's Arcade the, because I, I had a collection of the Flynn's Arcade uh, tokens uh, from uh, Electronica, and that's one of my favorite souvenirs still. So cool. Um, with at at uh, Disney World, does the monorail go through the ride? Uh, no. Because oh, the okay. monorail in Florida is actually used as transit. <laughs> um, the, the, the most immersive it really gets is going around the spaceship Earth and parts of Future World at Epcot. And it okay. goes through some of the hotels, like the, the Polynesian and Contemporary. And I think... Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it went through the ride, but okay. It would be cool. I, I'm sure they could find a way if they brought that roller coaster here to get the monorail through it. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But the real Imagineers, they're magic workers. They could do anything. That's just yeah. what would happen if I was an Imagineer. Um, I'm sure you've got some ideas, so we'll, we'll definitely do some more of these uh, uh, blue, blue Sky Tiki Bars down the road. Um, if any of you listeners have, you know, things you, you guys would want to see or any ideas you'd like to that you think you come with at the parks, let us know. Uh, you can either, we'll either read them on here or have you on. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's always a fun topic. Um, always talk, we always talk about it on uh, All Aboard once in a while, like uh, if we were Imagineers uh, on this show. So it's just a little, little fun thing to wish for too because, you know, we all think we have great ideas <laughs> better than some stuff that gets made like tearing down country bears for Winnie the Pooh. But that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but let us know. Um, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much. Like I said I, I wrote it longer, but uh, it was so long ago, and some of the stuff is is not detailed. But but it's just funny because a lot of my ideas have popped up in different attractions in, uh, between Disneyland and Disney World in the last couple of years. So um, I thought it was pretty cool. And even Test Track at uh, Epcot took a lot yeah. of the lighting elements of. Tron. I mean, I, I wrote this. I'm like, this is totally like part of what I had in my idea. The lighting. And... Tron track. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so that's awesome. But um, that'll do it for uh, episode uh, 36. We we are just rolling along here, pretty good. Um, yeah, we're we're actually going to take a. We're going to be busy. We're, we're going to take a break for the next show. So this will be the last recording until the beginning of October. But we will be busy uh, getting content for you guys because uh, Ryan's doing this massive Halloween trip, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you uh, remind everybody what you guys are doing. Okay, cool. So I will also make this a post on Instagram um, if anyone wants to meet up, but I'm just going to quickly go through the days of where I'll be and when, so if you guys want to meet up. But I will also make this an Instagram post if you don't want to listen to me talk. But uh, So September 16th. I will be at Disneyland around 7 p.m. and parks open till 11, so I'll be there at the very end of September 16th. 
September 17th, 18th, and 19th. I will be in the park all day from beginning to close, so if you guys want to hang out or meet up then. Uh, and the 20th, I will be at Disneyland till from opening till about 5 p.m., and then I'm going over to Knott's Berry Farm for Knott's Scary Farm. So if anyone's going to be there on opening night, um, let me know. September 21st, I will be at Universal Studios for opening, and I will be there um, all the way till the end of Halloween Horror Nights that night. So if anyone's going that night, let me know. And September 22nd, I will be at Disneyland all day, except for a few hours during the day. I'm going to go check out Frank and Sons Collectible Show, because that's apparently Disneyland for collectors. So I got to check that out. Hot toys and, and pops galore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, September 23rd and 24th, I will also be at Disneyland. Oh, also totally forgot to mention, um, September 19th and 24th, I will be at Mickey's Halloween party um, from start to finish as well. So I will make this a post for you guys, but um, if anyone's interested in hanging out or doing a meetup or want a want a free disney universe pin or, or not pin pen wish we had pins we'll work on that um we'll on let that. me know yeah we'll work on that for uh the conventions and stuff but yeah so i will make this a post but let me know if you'll be in the parks or at knots or at universal or at mickey's halloween party and we can uh meet up basically so be fun. ryan's gonna be all over the disney la area <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah we'll definitely get that post because I lost where you're going to be in the wind. So. <laughs> but like I said, this whole time he's at these places, he's at Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, Universal. We'll have content on our Insta story. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to be over. a long story for those two weeks. Sorry, guys, in advance. I'll be doing lots of live streams too. And I was thinking uh, the day before, um, I'll like put up a poll and be like, what land do you want me to live stream? And I can do a whole walkthrough and ride all the rides um, in that land So and live stream it. Awesome. Yeah, I got I got a couple uh, requests for you, so I'll let you know for sure. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> then myself, I will be at Disneyland on September 29th and 30th. Uh, September 30th will be the Tiki Day at the Park event, and um, we'll be posting, obviously. I just posted a, a reminder because uh, as of Friday, we are a month away from that event. I'm really excited. Uh, this is the seventh year they've been doing it. Uh, you guys might have heard uh, back on uh, one of our past episodes, I interviewed uh, one of the organizers of it, and maybe we'll try to have her on again if there's any updates to the uh, what they're going to be doing. But I'm just really excited for this. I love everything in the tiki culture. I'm really – I love tiki bars. I love the tiki room, Hawaiian, the food, and just – since we've had like Tiki Tony and Trader Brandon and uh, I, I, I want to say her name Danielle. I'm sorry if I Danielle if I forget it right now, but uh, but I, I really feel like you know part like even a small part of the Disney Tiki community, which is an awesome community. Some of our biggest downloaded shows have been with Tiki Tony and Trader Brandon and Danielle talking about the Tiki Day at the park. So uh, I know because they've been posting and, and their fans and followers have been really uh, downloading the shows and so I love that and we're actually I'm, I'm going to kind of officially announce this right now and I, I forgot to ask him but uh, he's a uh, great uh, artist his uh, name is Tahiti Gill 
and he's working on a special logo for us, a tiki themed logo that hopefully we can put on a shirt that'll be ready for uh, t- Tiki Day at the park. So, have more de- details on that. Um, so far, he sent me a rough sketch, and it looks so awesome. Uh, I love it. It might get tattooed on my leg somewhere. Uh, so, it is it is that cool, and it is so awesome. So, um, once again, yeah, I'll be at the parks. Uh, 29th, 30th. I fly back the first, but not till late, so I'll probably be there on Monday, too. So, um, nice. Plenty of more content coming for sure. And, Are you going to a Halloween party? I am not. Just just regular, okay. plain old, boring Disneyland stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, can't go wrong with that either. But yeah. we'll be experiencing uh, the Disney decor, which or the Halloween decor that's there, because uh, you're, you're going to love it. The, what they do with Cars oh. Land and even the Headless Horseman statue. I mean, that thing, it's a statue, but it is intimidating. So, <laughs> and plus One it, other thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, just totally going way back to news. If you want to look at all the food that's going to be out at Halloween time, they just dropped that a few days ago. So go to Disney Parks blog since we're already talking about Disney Halloween food. Just wanted to drop that in because I totally forgot during news. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be giving us a review on a lot of that too. So. All, all of it. And uh, before we get to our socials, uh, we have a special shout out, and I'll let Ryan, I'll let you take this away. Yeah, just a special shout out to Jay Vendetta uh, Jennifer on Instagram. She reached out to us and said she's listening to all the shows back to back to back, and she's loving it. So uh, it's really cool when fans reach out and let us know that they're they're enjoying the show. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Thanks, Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer, this is awesome. Uh, she contacted me, I think, through my cosplay fans page. Because uh, a, lo- a lot of times, especially when I run into a lot of Disney cosplayers, I kind of cross-post to kind of, you know, boost the numbers on both sides a little bit. So um, I did one uh, from Stockton Con, some of the Disney um, cosplayers and, and stuff. So she messaged me, asked about the podcast, and kind of told her where to find it. And um, so this was a couple weeks ago. And now she's, I think she, last time she messaged us, she's, gone through episode 19 or 20 and she's given it like I told her I'm like if you let us know what you think and she is and you know obviously we love that she loves it because <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and we're and she was cracking up because like she messaged us on Instagram then you answered about you know you guys were having a conversation then I chimed in but then we got to write like at the end of a message like oh this is Ryan this is Joe <laughs> she's like I love that you guys both do that and so yeah she just listened to I think episode 19 or 20 and gave us really good feedback and and you know we we love that we uh, we love the uh interaction so uh yeah thanks uh for being part of our our new uh friends our family our podcast family yeah and um yeah and if if you guys want to and that segues perfectly if you guys want to interact with us on social media all you just find us on instagram uh that's about where I post the most, but we uh, we also on Facebook and Twitter, uh, pretty active on there. Um, we got our YouTube channel, Disney Universe TV, exclusive home of Ryan's World. So yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you guys, we also have a T Public store, and the link is in our bio on Instagram. I'll probably send links through uh, Twitter and Facebook. Um, right now, there's a special Labor Day sale where there's uh, items up to thirty percent off. 
Um, by the time the show comes out, the sale might be done. It might not be. I'm going to try to get this out real quick, but we'll see. But um, if you look at our Instagram post, I posted what's up there, and uh, and I put it in the story that you comment. Uh, what if you? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting all tongue twisted. If you comment uh, your favorite Disney Universe design that's in our store, I uh, will randomly select a uh, lucky winner, and you get to win a T-shirt and maybe a sticker or, or what one of the other products that they have uh, of your choice. You know, whatever color you want, and uh, so we'll have that going on. Uh, since we're gone the whole month of September, I'll just say maybe uh, we'll draw a name by our uh, first or second October show. So we'll get some people uh, some time to comment their favorite design. So hopefully we'll be able to add the uh, Tiki Bar sign. Uh, yeah, <laughs> logo. That'd be cool. So and so yeah, if you if you'd like to uh, check out that merchandise, just check uh, T Public dot com uh, Disney Universe podcast or just click on the link on Instagram and if you'd like to leave us a review you can do that on Apple Podcasts um, I believe on Stitcher and uh, um, Julie got a hold of us and uh, was like couldn't figure out Stitcher I think it's kind of difficult so I'll look into that but um, you can subscribe to the show uh, Stitcher Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and that you'll get Right when right when we upload, you'll get them right away. So, then uh, when we come back from October, we're actually going to be on an actual schedule. So, yay! You know, <laughs> yeah. So, I know it's kind of hard to keep track sometimes, but uh, yeah. So you know, we're gonna we got a lot of uh, fun stuff in store for future shows too. So uh, the next show, like I said, won't be till the beginning of October, but it's going to be. Uh, it, it's going to be one hell of a review, a trip review. But, yeah, <laughs> seriously, with, with with your trip and the Tiki Day and whatever happens in between. So I, we might have to have three shows in October just to break everything down. Yeah, uh, part part one, two, three. We just yeah. have to record once. There you go. Exactly. And Ryan's actually, on before we throw this, before we end, uh, is actually coming through the Sacramento area. So uh, we're going to try to meet up even for a few minutes. So we might try to record just a little something fun for you guys. So. This will be our first face-to-face encounter. Yeah. Guys, oh. I'm making Joey wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to meet me. Yeah, well, that's uh, five. That's uh, 30 minutes earlier than normal, so it's okay. Okay, well, it's all good then. <laughs> it's all good. But, uh, yeah, that's it for episode 36. Uh, thank you guys for coming back. Uh, thank you, new listeners, for finding us. Or And thank the people, if they helped you find us, thank them for us. And, uh, yeah, until next time. May the force be with you. Till infinity and beyond.